Hello and welcome to Article 23, the podcast all about making work work. My name is Lincoln and I'm part of the MWAT team who are people first problem solvers in the areas of diversity, inclusion and belonging. I am delighted to welcome a new member of the MWAT team to the podcast, Tash Down. Tash Down! (laughs) (laughs) That is such a fantastic name. What's the story behind Tash? Did you play touch football? Yes, played touch football, and now uh, we had a team that was called Touchdown. Because it's great fun. So, just to situate you for the people listening in, where are you based? I am based in sunny Queensland. I am a Brisbane girl, born and bred, but spent the last ten years in Melbourne. So, recently uh, joined the migration north back up to Brisbane. We are so delighted that you've joined the team, and the purpose of these up close episodes on the podcast. It's just for people listening to get a sense of who the team is. And I'll start with the same question I ask everyone, which is what are three things that make you tick? I would say people. I love people. I love the curiosity. Um, We had a word of the day come up recently that was Sonda. And I love that sort of that everybody is so incredibly unique and so incredibly different. Problem solving. Um, I believe that there is a solution out there for everything. Uh, there is a job out there for everyone. There's a career out there for everyone. There's a partner out there for everyone. It's just about working through what you've got and positivity. And I've gone to three Ps, which is interesting. Um, I've been through trials and tribulations, as everybody has. Uh, and I always like to sit back after and work out what is the positive, what is the learning point, and what can I take and move forward in a positive way from there. Let's dive into the first one you mentioned, which is people. What's a time where you've met someone and connected with them, but on paper, you'd go, they're completely different. We have completely different lived experiences. Is there a time where you've gone, I cannot believe that we can connect like we can? I've done a lot of travel. I've done a lot of, I've traveled around Australia. I've had, I think I had 72 or something jobs before I started in my real career. So I took a a seven year gap year between um, high school and going to uni. And in that time, I am one of these people who will talk to anyone? So, you know, that person that talks to you on the train, that's me. Um, <laughs> I will strike up a conversation with anyone. I, you know, having a coffee, things like that, I'm really conscious of actually having a good conversation with different people. <laughs> and much to my uh, husband's dismay at times, um, we'll chat to anyone. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll talk underwater if you let me. Uh, but some of the incredible people in my journey have been, I mean, some of the, the, the farmers out west that are just, living a life completely and utterly different from what people in the city are living. They're living in a completely different environment, completely different life, dealing with different challenges um, and have such an incredible depth of character and a whole different perspective on, on the way that they view the world. In my opinion, what makes everybody unique is that we all actually view things from a different point of view. And that's why coming together all of a sudden you're going to have a different interpretation of of the way you see the world because you're seeing it through somebody else's lens one of my very first jobs out of school was banana picking up in Tully Uh, so went up working in sheds and working with the spiders and all the sap and all those sorts of things anyone who's done it will know it and I think agriculture is one thing where you you literally 
can be fighting with it or fighting against it. It's all about working with what we've got, what's around us, rather than what we wish we had. And I take that same perspective with people. So I've coached and led and trained. That's always the way I've, I've approached that. So take what is available to you within your reality. So take the skills, the strengths, the challenges, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and come up with a solution, a really practical, real solution that works with those. That's going to create change that's real, it's personal and practical rather than a theoretical concept or a theoretical outcome. This is real change on the ground, going to make a really strong impact on people's lives. This is a great segue into the second thing you mentioned that makes you tick, which is problem solving. And obviously we've touched on elements of that idea just then. There's one particular thing I want to pick up on, which is you said with agriculture, you can work with or against. When you're problem solving and the problem seems like it's up against you, it can feel like mm. it's combat with some problem or some event yeah, or even a person. How do you avoid that idea of opposition? It's really easy to get sucked into it. It's really easy to get sucked into a black hole and be wound down into this and all of a sudden it becomes really overwhelming and, and all-consuming. So what I like to do is actually step away. So I'll often be working on something or I'll be working with someone and we'll be going down one tangent. All of a sudden you'll come up against that sort of opposition and you start to feel yourself going into the black hole or the doomsday or, you know, where it becomes all consuming. And at that point, I'm a very active person. So I physically get up, remove myself from the situation, put my pen down, go for a walk around the block if I need to, and actually physically change the situation that you're in and change your perspective back to one of those that's productive. So I'm a big believer and um, when I've managed teams in the past, I'm a big believer of if someone's up against it. So they're sitting there and they're looking at this problem and they just can't get through it and they feel like they're fighting against it. Right, get up, you're going for a walk. Let's go work on something else. I've got this really cool other thing to do. And even if it's just literally get up and do some star jumps get the body moving and get that sort of physical back. And then actually when you come back to it, you're coming back to it with a whole new perspective. And that's when you can really get to a really good practical solution that's based on a clear perspective, not one that's taken you down a rabbit hole. Now, Tash, you've worked in many jobs, as you've said, and I know that one of the areas that you've worked in is talent and recruitment for over a decade. You have a lot of experience in that area. And I want to connect that to the third thing that you said makes you tick, which is positivity, learning, optimism. Talent and recruitment is a really tricky area because ultimately recruiters are saying no to more people than they're saying yes to. It is a stressful time in people's lives, trying to find the right fit for themselves as an employee and also for employers trying to find the right fit and build that team. In that high stress situation, how do you manage that in a team? How do you keep positivity alive in a high stress environment? When you're sitting there and you're dealing with a client that's had a particular role and they've tried and tried and tried and they've had the wrong people and it's had this disaster effect after that disaster effect, it's somebody that's come in and, and created issues or they just haven't been able to find someone so that position's been sitting there vacant. It's actually sitting there and not just taking it at what they say, 
but actually getting a really good understanding of everything around it, talking to the colleagues of that position, talking to the environment, talking to the culture, understanding what the person would be going into, and then taking that back to the market and looking and talking to candidates in the same way. So we're not assessing someone if they can tick the boxes and they can do the job because a computer program can do that. What a recruitment agency and consultants really are dealing with is understanding the person in a way that they can get into that particular culture that is totally unique and be the right fit. You can't check that off on a resume. You can only do that by meeting people, listening to people and understanding that. So when training team and to get back to that point of positivity, some of the biggest wins come from that connecting with people. So we'll celebrate the small things and celebrate the relationships that we're gaining along the way to understand that, you know, I met with this person today. She was fantastic. She's not right for that job, but I'll find her another one. It's actually seeing that as every person that I have an interaction with, I'm going to give something to. And that's what makes recruitment incredibly fulfilling because when you get that right that absolutely changes an organization when the fit of the person the culture of the person the uniqueness of the person perfectly matches with the culture and the fit of the organization you absolutely have a winner on your hands and you have a successful recruit work to work out the whole of the person not their experience Look at everything that comes into play, their current scenario, their current attitudes, current behaviours, where they're wanting to go, what their future motivations are and how they can use their past in order to do the job better in the future. Because it is really important to understand that people are more than a piece of paper. It's such a great connection to inclusion and belonging as well, which is obviously central to the work that we do at MOI. Because when we're talking about inclusion, we're talking about the whole person, not just one part of them. Because essentially what you're saying is in order to keep it positive, in order to keep it buoyant and optimistic, you need to keep it personal. You need to keep it warm. To use the name of why, you need to keep it absolutely human. That's what's going to make things amazing. As we grow and develop and as organisations move into the future of work, move into the new way of working, which is people-centric, which is celebrating and taking advantage of the best things in people, not looking at the weaknesses and the, the negative pieces of people. If organisations look at the people that they have and apply ways to make people shine at work, that is where we are going to have organisation success critically linked to their culture and their people, which is the way of the future. Tash, positivity is absolutely woven into your DNA. I can hear it in every word that you speak. <laughs> it makes so much sense that it makes you tick, that people make you tick, and that solving problems makes you tick. It is a delight to speak with you. I hope everyone listening has enjoyed getting to meet Tash today. Tash, thank you so much. Thank you, Lincoln. It's been a pleasure, and I hope there's many more to come. Me too. All right, thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. <laughs>